Dan, welcome back to List Cloggers episode two. Uh, wow, mate. How exciting. Episode one um, last week, uh, obviously. Uh, very exciting. I uh, can't believe the feedback. It was overwhelming. The amount of support we got. Just got to give a massive thank you to everyone for tuning in. Massive thank you. Very, very overwhelming, mate. Didn't expect that much positive feedback. There was a yeah. few few uh, haters out there that didn't appreciate what we were doing. Um, really? Oh, yeah. A few people uh, just quickly said, you two are the two biggest idiots I've ever listened to on a podcast. Um, won't waste my time listening and watching this again. So we might have lost someone there, but, you know, you can't make everyone happy, mate. We're going to lose a few on the way, but we thank you for tuning in. Let's go again. Danny boy, Danny boy, welcome back. List Cloggers, as we said, episode two, exciting. We're back again for episode two, that makes sense. And we're here, mate. It's good to see you. You look well, you look handsome and... That mic arm looks interesting. Uh, thank you, mate, for the compliments from the top. Uh, handsome, I'm looking well, I am well. Still building houses uh, in torrential rain at Craigieburn, which has been good. So there, the mic's the arm. Obviously, I don't know if anyone took notice last episode, I don't have the arm. Today, I have the arm. <laughs> I just don't have the clip that goes into the table. So um, we're slowly getting there, mate. Like I said, these, the, Rome wasn't built a day deal. You know? It wasn't, mate. And you want to, You don't want to start this, you know, supreme, you know, you, people want to be here for the journey. They want to see it from rags to riches. And we're just starting it, mate. We're just two battlers just going at it and having a chat and seeing if we can make some people happy along the way. And that's what you do for me. And that's why I like being around you because your aura is strong. And so is the list clogger aura, by the way. I, I know we mentioned it off the top, but I just cannot thank everyone enough for tuning in and and sending their love and their hate. We love it. We feed off it. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. And um, thank you so much for that. So list cloggers out there. It's been great. Some of the videos we got Dan to share later in the oh, fan engagement section is just, As you it's said, up there with, it's, it, it's up there with some of the best I've we've seen. We've got an amazing list clogger community. We're, pro- oh. we're probably a bit of a footy club, aren't we? We're a list cloggers footy club. Well, yeah, we are. We're a community. You know what we are? We're blessed. Oh, always blessed. Plus, we have some great people around us and great supporters. You know, when we're not, we're, we're running the show, like they're listening to it, but we're not above them. You know, it's for them. No. We're all together no, here doing this. So we appreciate no, it's a, the feedback, the videos, the support, the love. Thank you very, very much. And we said as well, mate, as soon as we get back out of COVID, out of the big COVID-19, as they say, mm. um, we're going to be getting peeps in the studes and real hanging out and smacking some cans together. Yeah. Uh, if you're over 18, if not, it'll be some cordials. It'll be good. So, mate, just quickly, what's news? What's um, news with you? A bit happening, obviously. Did you, did you hear that Trump got COVID? Yeah, amazing, isn't it? I've got a theory on this, actually. Oh, here we go. Well, I don't reckon he had COVID. Do you reckon someone planted it on him? No, I don't. I reckon I, someone planted it on him. I reckon he's in him. On him. In him. I reckon he's just, you know, he obviously, I don't know if on, we don't like getting political here because we don't really know a lot about politics. It's something we try and stay away from because I don't know about you, but I don't know. The first thing I'm about. Pretty sure it's actually pronounced politics. Oh, oh yeah, we don't get into politics, but he's done this because he lost that debate against Joe Biden. <laughs> against Joe Biden, so I think he's 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 gone. You know what? He's done a Dan Gorringe in the debate. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. Shit. Joe Biden might have got me here. I might be on the way out. Oh, he's gonna come. He's gonna get COVID. I'm getting COVID. I'm, I'm sacking myself. I'm out. He's, it's great effort. So maybe he's maybe oh, he might so listen to List Cloggers. Podcast. Donald Trump is a List Clogger. I think Donald Trump's a List Clogger. Uh, we'll reach out to him. Yeah, we'll, 
Well, Abby, we need everyone we can get. We love the support. Um, and, uh, so that's me. Yeah, mate, we don't need Donald Trump. No, how about you? Inform us, um, inform us all of what you've been up to, mate. Not much. Uh, I went to the dog park oh, yeah. uh, the other day. Actually got into a bit of a – look, I'm not an aggressive person. Yeah, you know, no, you're not. Got into, a, got into a bit of an argument with someone at the dog park the other day, Francesca, my little Puccini. Mm. Uh, I was walking there with my tofu princess, Justine, and we're at the park. And basically, you know I love the dog park. It's my second home. You and at COVID it. at the moment, it's pretty much all you can do. Yeah. And anyway, I'm at the dog park having fun, minding my own business, minding Frank's business, looking over her business as well. Something really annoys me about the dog park. And obviously it's, a, it's you know, the, the emotions are flying high at the dog park, but it really annoys me when someone or some people decide to eat lunch in the middle of the dog park. Mm. Like- what do you think's going to happen when you're sitting in the middle of a park eating food with dogs around, yeah, mate? Exactly. Idiot. What are you? What well, are you doing? Why would you take lunch to a dog park like that's like it's? But like, then expect to eat it by yourself, you know, with no dogs coming over. Yeah, dog parks are funny. Ninety percent of people at dog parks are great, and obviously they love dogs and they get how dog parks work. It's like I have this not you know it's not a similar issue, but the same thing at dog parks and it irritates me is. If I'm taking a ball for my dog Madden and throwing him the ball, it's for Madden. It's for Madden. It's for Madden. Don't. It's not for Rocco. No, it's not. And don't let Rocco take the ball away and be like, "Oh, he always does this. He loves balls." Well, bring Rocco a oh, ball. He loves balls. Get your yeah, own ball. Bring Rocco a ball, and he wants to steal Madden's ball. So now I'm chasing Rocco around for half an hour. Dog park, How man? awkward is it when they just can't the get the ball back the here? So. Oh. Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, we've actually yeah. got to go soon, and yeah, Madden just got one throw. Yeah, but that's fine. Exactly. So thanks, thanks for Rocco. Ruins my time. Don't be a Rocco. Rocco. Don't eat lunch at the dog park and don't – just bring your dog a ball. Don't be a Rocco. Uh, Glad we covered that. Uh, Anyway. Actually. Besides that, week's been well. But I want to get in – I'll go. Sorry. Okay. No, you go. (laughs) No, sorry. That was pretty awkward. You go. No, no, please go. Please go. I'll I'll get to it later. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Mate, I thought we could set the scene on our friendship as this is a a new podcast. I know we've done it a little bit, but Mm. throughout um, Dylan Friends and we've had a bit of a chat about this, but I thought it'd be really good to to have a chat about how we first met, set the scene for people because you can see how friends come about. And we we love friendship, as we know, Mm. and – we always have differential stories, uh, differenting stories about how we first met. So first I'd like to ask you, what are your first memories of me? First memories, I thought you were what the popular guy. Like this guy, he runs this dog park, you know. Yeah. I'm a little sausage dog and this is a big pit bull. And then I got to know you more and more and then realised this guy is a sausage dog as well, okay. <laughs> he's not the big pit bull that he looks like. He's funny, he's got jokes. Yet the first thing I noticed was the hair was like, okay, I've never seen anything like that in South Australia before because we met on <laughs> if I'm correct AIS uh, Canberra hey, Canberra yeah, yeah AIS. AIS and you're the guide with all the jokes and you're everyone's mate and then you had the hair and I was like okay this guy is the fringe the fringe it's like this guy is the guy that the everyone wah, wants wah, to fringe. be with Real interesting fringe. You've sort of ruined this for me because you've been way too nice. Because um, I know, I know. My you <laughs> always do this every time we have. Even my ask memories differentiate. Go. go tell everyone. <laughs> we met at the. We met at the AIS and somehow we both made it. You were over 200 and mm. could run and my dad used to play AFL. So basically we both got gifted into this program. But my first impressions of you were you didn't speak for about six months. No, I didn't. You, you were a big loser mm. um you, you believe it or not your nose was bigger back then you've grown into it <laughs> somewhat that. grown into it and all you do basically for anyone listening out there the AIS program and we're not trying to name drop here because you know we are list cloggers the AIS program was basically 30 of the best young talent in australia and it's laughable that we were even in that to be honest oh, but that's a joke we were in that and 
it's like, you know, 10 from SA, 10 from Vic, you know, NT, WA, all these guys come together. All the SI guys would just hang out by themselves. Yep. Like you guys wouldn't like nah, come and have me, a chat with Sam anyone Day, else. Chad Wingard, Joe Pollock, Jack Homps, don't talk to us from SA, okay? Leave yeah. us alone. 99% sure Jared Pollock wasn't there, but we'll go with that anyway. <laughs> he popped in and out, I think. <laughs> From memory. You might have seen him there. He wouldn't hang out with us. But the first memory of, of that I had of you, and it was a funny one, because I knew you were a funny guy, Dan. I've always seen this in you, and you know this. I've had faith in you, you since have. day one. I said, this guy's a funny guy, but he's a little bit shy. Mm. So one day we're sitting on the bus. We're in South Africa. Um, we're in South Africa. So we're, we're over there. Um, on a bus, I don't know where we'll, what we're doing, but it was we're on a bus, and we're, it's a long travel. And Matty Lloyd, who was one of the coaches, oh. gets up the front of the bus, and we're we're a little bit tired, and everyone's really quiet. No one knows what to say, and Matty Lloyd goes, "All right, boys, got to start talking up. Does anyone have a special talent?" And no one was saying anything, no one at all. And and we just probably had a chat before this. I was like, "Geez, I've got to get guys out of his comfort zone. He, he, I know he's so funny, but he just needs to be pushed." And I was like, "Yeah, Lloydy, guys can rap." <laughs> And, sorry, no. It was it rap? Yeah, beatbox. it was rapping or beatboxing. Goz can beatbox. I said, Lloydie, Goz can beatbox. So you've just sat there and Lloydie's gone, Goz, get up here, start beatboxing. And you just sat said there a in word your chair. Yet, the whole camp. I remember this now. And I think I literally did beatbox. was like, <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. Everyone loved it. <laughs> You'd never said a word. Didn't say a word the whole trip, and then all of a sudden, you you forced me to beatbox, which was really in front of everyone. That's that's actually how I it actually started. speaking of that that trip and memories. The AIS AFL camp, you know, is where you go to fulfill a dream and not have your your hopes and dreams crushed. <laughs> and for one poor kid who was on the camp, I don't think we should name him. But he was there. He was there. To obviously make at the top level and impress all the recruiters, and now he was a big, he was a big lad. He was my size, but he was probably, you know, he was built. Anyway, <laughs> deals, deal can take a lot, but when he's like off here, he's just <laughs> off here. So this guy was like obviously trying to talk to him, maybe told him a joke. Deal somehow, I'm a bit foggy in this situation. Deal pushed him over in the bus. He fell flat on his ass in front of every recruiter at the AIS AFL camp, and guess what? Didn't get drafted because you embarrassed him. In front of everyone that bus. I object to that. There's a, there's different. There's a very different story to that. But okay, that's a, that's that is that's a vicious rumor. And guess what? I've got <laughs> another vicious rumor, which was brought to me. No, I didn't have to go and dig for this. And so before I get into it, because you know you know me, deal. A lot of info comes across my desk daily, and I got to sort out what's real and what's not real. And can I just say, you brought up this rumor with me on Monday. I did. And you haven't actually told me what it is yet, and, and I've been sweating since. You've been I'm nervous. actually freaking. Been, so is there anything before I dive into it that you want to just come clean with straight away off the top or not? Anything that you think this might be? Man, I've seriously rattled my brain. I cannot think of it, and it's giving me, like, pure anxiety of what this could be. All right. Would you say you enjoy going to the races? <laughs> oh, not really. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll I see. Actually- so Clayton Spooner messaged me on Instagram. Yeah. And he's he – not a hello, not a how you going, didn't warm into it, straight off the bat has said, I've got something for you. And he goes, so the day started with us getting kicked out of our accommodation the first night because someone very likely fell off the balcony, which was probably me. But after that, we all decided we're still going to have a good day and we're going to go to the races. 
To set the scene, the theme of the race day was a beach party. After enjoying the first few races, I was walking around the course and I happened to bump into Dylan Buckley. Oh, no. And he just so happened I had a matching shirt to deal shorts. So... Oh, oh my God. The big, this is true. The big, this is true. The big this AFL, is 100% true. <laughs> true already. The big <laughs> AFL player offered me $50. 50 big ones. Must be nice. He offered $50 to trade shirts. And I was more than happy to swap so he could have a complete set. So later on that day, I'm enjoying my time at the races. He comes back up to me and finds me and says he needed to swap back. I happily said it was going to be fine and asked me if he wanted his money back. And in his words, he said, it's okay, mate. I don't need that. I've got heaps. Okay. So that story is 99% true. Uh, That is 99% true. So I'm going to tell you... That is actually wow. incredible, and well done to Clay. No, and well done to to Clayton for telling the truth because I didn't ask for the money back. But that is so. So we were on a Bucks day. It was Sam Rose Bucks day, and we went. It was like a country races. When you said that, I was like, "This is rattling me." I'm actually quite scared. But yes, we were at a, a race day, and it was beach theme. So I rocked up. I had these like white shorts or something, and then I had like a um, what are they called again? Those like skivvy tops, like yeah. rashies. Yeah, yeah, rashy. I wore a rashy. Mm. So I had a rashy at this like races day. Anyway, long story short. The shorts I had, this guy had the matching shirt or vice versa. I went up and swapped with him. But what had happened was the shorts weren't mine. So I traded shorts that weren't mine for his shorts. And Rob Warnock. Oh, big Rob. Rob Warnock was on the day. They were his shorts. So when I came back to the tent in this matching kit, Rob Warnock wasn't happy because I traded something that wasn't mine. (laughs) And they were like his favorite shorts. So I had to like, I came back thinking I was going to be the hero. Then like funny in this matching beach kit. I had to walk back to this other kid and say, mate, Clayton, I'm so sorry. I need to swap back because Rob Warnock's about to put one on my chin (laughs) um, if I don't get his shorts back. So So, so you didn't didn't say that it's okay to need the 50 bucks back? I didn't. I don't. AFL player rolling into some country races, just throwing cash around like it's nothing. No. It's got no, I honestly, I probably would have loved the fifty dollars back, but yeah, I just true. thought this has been embarrassing enough. I'll just leave. Well, I'll this is great. It. I did not expect you to, conf- you know, come clean that this was actually true. I thought this was a vicious rumor, and I'm glad we've aired it out that you, you know, you will be known now as the guy that roams around country race courses, picking off, you know, innocent country lads and not and flicking cash, really showing how much cash you've got. I'd be, I'd be scared to see how much cash you would throw around now to race course. At people. Oh, it was it was so embarrassing, man. I just remember that day, and I remember walking back, just thinking I was so sick for doing it. And then, basically, Rob Warnock said, "Mate, if you don't get my shorts back, I'll." Knock so you Rob out. was deadly said, serious. Okay. It was deadly serious. Wanted his shorts back. Like, was real flat about it, and had to go back. And there was about fifteen blokes there, like just having a good time. And I'm like, "Sorry, boys, I know we just made a deal five minutes ago. And I'm gonna need to get those shorts back. Uh, very sorry about that. That's so good. So but no, good. that's true. So thank you, Clayton, for that. That's uh, that's great. Really well done, Clayton. And hope you're well. And and more than happy to have a trade with you one day again if we um mm. if we cross paths. That'd be fun. Sure. Goz, you're a top ten pick, right? Uh, yeah, you don't forget those things, mate, of course. You don't. Um, and, and people always say, you know, where did the hype come for Daniel Gorringe? How did he go top 10? And I know you've questioned that a lot and you sell yourself short. Oh, yeah. If you're going to pump my tyres up here, I'm happy to join in with you. Because there was one day mm. um, and one game we played together on that IAS camp oh, and yeah. you had the ball in a string. It was oh. one of the biggest dominations I've ever seen a game played in my life. Like, it was just unbelievable. Which game do you, do you remember saying? who the game was against? Oh, let me just go. Mate, there's so many that I could remember. I could reel off straight away. Oh. It was against a South African <laughs> national team. 
young kids that have converted from rugby to try the new beautiful game of Aussie rules, and uh, you just took it way too far. <laughs> the bloke, team, I've been, blokes have never seen a footy before that just got straight into a game. <laughs> Oh, it was man. against the South African national team. We went and played a game over there the, at the National Oval. What's it called? It's an, like one it's of the best decks oval, I've yeah, ever seen. Great oval. It's got the whole like Cape Town oh. um, in the background, like the best ground I've ever seen in my life. They picked up like the South African national team had about twenty-two guys that have never played football in their life before, ever. They never were all seen a footy. Sixteen years old playing game, but gee whiz, you didn't go easy, oh, mate. mate. I saw those South African kids, and my eyes lit up, mate. I was like, I'm going to have an absolute field day here with them. And you know what? I could have taken it easy on them after the first quarter. I've had you know, thirty hitouts, fifteen touches, a couple goals. But I said, you know what? Foot on the throat here. I'm going to make sure yeah. these kids never forget me in South Africa. That petrified of me coming back. To rain, I will absolutely rain hell on them again if I go to South Africa. So I remember just reading the AFL website of when you got drafted and they said single-handedly went top 10 after destroying the South African national team that have Mate, never played a game It's before. no coincidence that South Africa haven't even attempted to play footy again after that day. <laughs> I single-handedly dismantled them, <laughs> crushed them, absolutely crushed It was a good day. That was a good game that day. I think we won about 40 goals. And Lordy was loving me that day as well. <laughs> this guy's got talent. Mate, you were touted as the next Nick Rewald after that. Oh, what's, mate? I think it's the day that Gold Coast decided, okay, because the Gold Coast recruit was there that day, and I remember after the game, <laughs> he took me in. Oh, it's not sound weird. He took me into his hotel room <laughs> to obviously talk about, you know, how it was going and that they're most likely going to look after me. And then he kissed me on the lips and I was like, okay, too much, I'm going to leave. But yeah, mate, look, uh, to any South African list callers out there, I am so sorry for what I did to your country that day. And even though I, I had to do it. That was great. Thank you for bringing that up. That's awesome. <laughs> did you play that game? I wouldn't remember, mate, I had to fool you that much. I wouldn't remember oh. if you were out there. Did you play or not? <laughs> Mate, I can't remember who was flicking the ball out left, right, centre to that day. Oh. oh, I've never seen a better. I remember at never... one point handballing South Africans the ball because I didn't get my tackle count up. So I'd handball it and I'd absolutely crunch them. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, man. Shit. That's okay. Funny. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Last week. Mm. We helped some. <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry. Last week we helped some people. We did. Uh, when I say people, we helped some lovely, lovely people. We always had Shane Larkin on. Mm-hmm. Shane uh, helped him deal with his, his brother, brother Nathan. Cool. And one, uh, hopefully they listened and they were able to maybe air some stuff out. Uh, hopefully yes. we helped that situation yes. a bit. We haven't spoken to Shane yet, but we're going to get in touch with him. But we did see that he reshared it on TikTok, so we do thank you that Perfect. for that, Shane. Thanks, Shane. We did get in touch with um, Yatesy. He was rat with it, said that his, his partner loved it as well. Um, we're still trying to get confirmation of what he has actually got her. I don't think he's bought or anything yet. So mm. that was just a bit of a follow-up on, on those stories. But, guys, it doesn't stop there. You know, we don't just help – our beautiful uh, friends and family and, and fans one week, we're, we're here for the cause, mate. We're here to, we, we are here to support people week by week, minute by minute, second by second. And we have a nice message here from a young fan named Sam and uh, uh, have a listen. G'day list cloggers. I've got a big issue that I need help with from you boys. I love the first episode. And yeah, just some suggestions and what you think I should do in this situation. Cut a long story short, because I don't have too long, but I've somehow obtained the nickname Pong. 
after stepping in some shit. And yes, that is a horrible nickname. I know you're probably, yeah, worst nickname. I need to know from you boys how to get rid of that nickname because I, I can't do it anymore. Bloody Pong. Can you imagine being called Pong in public? Give me a spell. Give me some help. I need it. And good shit, boys. Love you. <laughs> Now, oh, that's great. We, we love you too, Sam. We love you too. And thank you so much for sending that in. Guys, before we get into helping Sam, me being the mature one in this situation, I thought, look, Sam, I don't want to be ageist here, but he looked quite young. So I said to producer Sam, I said, Sam, I said, Sam, producer Sam, we need to work out how old Sam is. And we need Sam to get permission. He did. He, he got off his um, clacker. Is, yeah. And he went and found out. He said, Sam, look, we need to get you. If you want to feature on the podcast, we need your parents' permission. So- we got Sam to send a video on his dad, just confirming that his parents are happy um, that Smart. he's on the show. And this is Mr. Sam's dad. Mr. Pong. Hey, uh, Dylan and Goz. Um, like all concerned parents, I'm turning to the experts, uh, which I know both of you are. Okay, so I give you permission to help with... Um, <laughs> Looks like a doctor. Uh, Sam and his dilemma of being called Pong. You can tell he's scared um, about... Need your expert Pong, help. He's worried. Because otherwise I will be known as... Fop, father of Pong. Uh, so if you could help, that would be legendary. Almost as good as yep. that time that Dylan took uh, Deledio back to the goal square. Oh, or Gaza kicked that karate-style goal against North Melbourne oh, uh, no. and gave the big fist pump, <laughs> even though we were 10 goals down. Uh, thanks for your help. Bye. Oh, a few drive-bys oh, drive there by Mr Pong as well. We love that. We love we that. Love now, that. the nickname, mm. Pong. What are your thoughts? Oh, look. I've got a thought uh, straight away. Names I love good, the nickname. But the thing about nicknames, they're not given to you. Like, I don't want to be called South, the South African crusher after dominating that team, but I am, you know? <laughs> so, with Sam, mate, the thing with nicknames is that, like Poo and like the name Pong, it sticks until someone gets tired of it. You can't just say, I'm done with this. No. Otherwise, you, that's no. fuel to the fire. It's fuel to the fire. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Do you see what I did there at the start? I said, oh, I love this. I mm. love this. I hated that nickname. Mm. But what you've got to do with a nickname, and trust me, boys and girls and listeners, because I've had a lot of nicknames, bad ones too. Mm. But you know what you've got to do? You've got to embrace Frodo. the nickname. Exactly. People call me Frodo. I'm like, oh, man, that is so funny. I absolutely love that. The, the, it's that sloth from my age. That one hurts a little bit. That yeah. one hits in the – that one hits – in there a little bit. Smash the, crab yeah. head. Okay. These ones are more of the upsetting ones. More but you know what idiot. you do there? Sorry. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what you do there is you embrace it. Mm. You embrace it and you say, I love Pong. It's so good. Yeah. I love that nickname because people only call you nicknames when you don't like them. And when you fight a yep. nickname, yep. it sticks. Ugly head, ugly hair, ugly head face <laughs> is what they're calling apparently. My mates are telling me this, they're calling you. Oh, I love those things. I love those face, names. Small head. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, I love them. See, they're great. Okay, now I don't want to call him that anymore because he likes yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly It works. Great advice. Problem solved. <laughs> so, Sam, if you're listening, mm. embrace it. Embrace it. I'd be calling myself Pong. I'd do be what Dill just did. Just cop it on the chest and just... Roll with the punches. Roll with it. Embrace it because if you embrace it, mm. then uh, Joe gets old. It's yeah. like those bullies, you know. Don't okay. don't give them the satisfaction. Nah, Tell them you love it. That's and then it. they go, well, you know, why am I doing this? I'm not getting a reaction anymore. Yeah. Um, in saying that, though, smash crab head really, <laughs> that hurt a little. I can't even pretend that 
I like Slash that one. crab head. Do crabs even have heads? Must look like mine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Half-chewed minty. No, that's you. Oh, okay. That's, that's you. fair. Yeah. Pinocchio. Um, Keep going, sorry. <laughs> and uh, as I said, Dan, as I said, we don't stop there because we've got another one here. Mm. And this one is something that everyone's been asking for. And I thought, look, we've got to get it done early because we like giving the people what they want. Mm. And Alex Collins actually slid into my uh, DMs and he sent me this. And this is a photo that's made up and it looks very well done. So well done, Alex. Someone's a professional. Creating this. It's very, very professional. Mm. Um, The photos there of us look... I look great. I don't know what you're doing. Quite strange. Not sure what I was Mm. doing there either. But these is... Apparently, our career stats mm. lined up against each other because early on in the show and throughout Dylan Friends and throughout this relationship, we've always said we've got to get to the bottom of who is a better player. Yeah. And look, it's not going to be sorted after one. It's not going to be sorted after one argument. As we said, we've got the AFL nines, all the 18s coming up that we're going to pick teams of all our favourite people that we've had on the show and play against each other. But this is just one of the many facets that we're going to be judging each other on. Yeah. Because let's be honest, if we just did it on one, everyone knows I'm 10 times better than you. Mm. The only good time you've ever played is against South Africa. Um, and and yeah, this true. is a stat. So true. let's get into it. Games. Obviously, I beat you there. Kicks. I beat you there. You beat me on handballs because that's because Rocket facilitator. E never let oh, it. Yeah. He oh, didn't let you. And he I'm didn't more let facilitator. You kick. I actually care about, you know, Giving, getting my teammates involved. It's not about me, mate. Obviously, you know, you've had more kicks and less handballs than me because you want, you know, it's all about you out there, isn't it? On the G. Well, it was more the fact that I didn't have any composure and just ran and booted yeah, the true. ball. Just flying off, off half back, spraying them. I can. Yeah. Behind tackles, obviously there. One other stat that really reaches out to me mm-hmm. is the one percenters. You've got me. Of course I do, mate. Because, you know, I'm willing to put my head in the hole. I'm willing to do the hard stuff for the team that no one else wants to do. Unlike you, mate, outside, let everyone creep in. I'll get the easy ball on the outside. That's not my game, mate. I'm in the trenches <laughs> fighting the war. You're out, you know, back in the sheds having solos. I mean, did what else gets here? What else have I done here? It's just, Bounces. It's just, it's just, I don't think you've ever had one. I actually have. I've had three, actually. Um, you know what is alarming? You know what sticks out straight away? Yes, you can go red, green. You can see easy, you know, tick deal, tick Dan. How about the damage I'm doing in 26 games and 72% time on the ground compared to your 41 <laughs> games and 76% on the ground? Yeah, but that's average of your 26 no, games. So mine no, is taking. That's just the impact. I've got more I'm margin having. for error in nah. this. I've got more margin for error. That's, Double the margin for error. That's just the impact that I'm having in less time and less games. By the way, Clangers, I've got two, you got 1.4. That's just because you never got the ball. So mm. that can't really be in there. Can. The other one that was really hit was really funny. For a ruckman, you average eight hit outs a game. <laughs> <laughs> Only pinch hit, mate. I'm a eight hit outs a game. I'm a pinch eight hitter. hit outs. It's not bad. It's you've never had seven. one hit out. It's better than seven. That's, that's alarming. You've never had one. I'm about four foot. Yeah, go third man up, mate, when you're allowed to. No, no. Three foot, three foot piss hands, what you are. No, against the. Uh, you rules. know what this says to me? It just screams out that we're still a bit undecided who's better until we have that final this clock. Oh, match. It's, look, this is, this is just a. It's just a little. I reckon taste I've got you covered. I mean, I'm not biased because I'm myself. I reckon I've got you covered, but you've got me covered internationally. I don't know <laughs> if you've got me covered in Australia. My mate, my overseas record speaks for itself, mate. I don't need to defend myself here with these, you know, in our in our country statistics. I do my damage yeah. overseas, mate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now we spoke to Adelaide last week. Did you have you heard anything back yet with that? 
Um, I, you know, haven't heard anything back from Adelaide at the moment. Obviously, they left us um, wanting to see if we had our kicking licence, uh, the Rodney E term there. We do indeed have a kicking licence, I think. Um, yeah. But I just feel like, you know, we'd, we'd love to get to Adelaide, of course. We'd love to do a session there. But there's also a few other clubs that are probably starting – Yep. You know, they're starting to look like they might need our services leading into season 2021. Yep. Yep. And I don't yep. want to put our eggs into one Adelaide. We're not basket. saying we're not trying to play hardball here with the Crows. No, 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 we're no. We're not trying to we're not trying to play hardball. We're, we're, we want to be everyone's friend, but we're just saying Adelaide, look, if you want us, you've got us. But we need to start the talks of this because there's other two clubs in there that are in the mix at the moment. One's called Essendon Football Club. Oh, yeah. Um, Joe Danaher looks like he's going to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Saad looks like he's going to Carlton. Yeah. Okay. You are the height of Danaher. Yes. Okay. You suck, but yep, you are thanks. the you are the height of him. Okay. okay? Yep, yep. Saad, halfback, very fast. Now listen, Saad is very very fast, but he can kick the ball. Look, I can run with it, but then I'll probably have to handball it off. So what I'm saying is, look, let's be honest, we won't actually play in the team. But I'm thinking just more for the makeup and the height difference and the positions and even the lines. Like we mm. could just get in there and help out a little bit. Yeah. Um. And we don't. We're not going to cost anything either. It's of course, this no, is free. definitely not. Yeah, we're going to do this free of charge. Stop. This is this is free. I think you're right. I think Essendon are now obviously you've you know they're going to lose two players that are are mold really. Danaher's height, your voice and. You're, you're there, you're good as well, but I'll be, you know, I'm obviously a hole um, that I can feel there with Danaher leaving. So I think Essendon are one. North are doing some interesting things at the moment. They've lost about 14 people, so might, we might have to get Shane Larkin um, or maybe it's just his brother to come down. <laughs> come down, helps out. I, don't, I, think, I think we, we extend an arm out to Essendon as well this week. And just yeah. see where everything lays and, and then we'll go from yeah. there and, and obviously give our list cloggers an update of where our service are required the most because, you know, yeah. it, finals are still going. You know, it's still early yeah. on in, this, in the piece here. You've got to start planning for 2021. Last question. What the fuck is a crom? What is a crom? I don't the know. The amount of people that keep saying crom, crom, crom. I don't – I'm oh, so sorry. I just don't understand. Is that someone – is that my new nickname? Is that like crab – Head? I feel, like that like, I feel like we've missed something. Crom. What is crom? I don't know, but everyone keeps saying it to us. You know what everyone and people are calling me? What's a simp? <laughs> <laughs> What's a simp? Is it like a Simpsons character? I think, no, I think a simp. And oh, this is from learning on TikTok. I'm mm. pretty sure a simp is someone who's like, I think that's like what it, like a, you you simp for your like your girlfriend. You know, you are like a simp. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, sport on there. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I perfect. think that's the definition of you. I think, that's, me. I think that's you. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Suits so me to a T. That's more than happy to be a simp. Oh, mate. world's crazy. Crom, simp. You can't keep up with these words, mate. So, um, I'm too, we're too old. I'm too old for this it. shit. You can't keep up with them, mate. Dan, it's been real. Mm-hmm. Um, so excited. Episode two in the books. Um, we can't thank everyone enough for listening. We can't thank everyone enough for sharing. But as we said, we just want to keep helping everyone so if you've got a question um that's a little bit unorthodox send it in we'll help out you can feature on the show we want to hear from you we love your dms uh we want to wear your skin as a suit i don't know why it says that on the <laughs> producer, sam says. Got us. producer sam got us good <laughs> that was sam 
He knows I read everything I on the screen. And I just... always reads everything off the screen. Got him good, producer Sam. Got him real good. <laughs> we don't want to. We do not want to wear your skin as a suit. I apologise about that. So send us your DMs. Send us your tips Sam. and tricks. And <laughs> producer Sam, uh, we might need a new producer. If anyone needs one at the moment, uh, we do. So thank you very much. See ya. See ya. Jackie Chan returns. Oh,